If you want to support our podcast financially, please visit patreon.com slash IIMBSB. Also, email us with questions or ideas at ifimaypodcast at gmail.com. Welcome to If I May Be So Bold, a podcast about relationships. The ones we have with others, the one we have with ourselves. And given that Dan and I are a couple, you're going to be hearing about our relationship too. I'm Dan Epstein, a recording artist, former opera singer, and relational coach. I'm Justin Waring Crane, a therapist, recovering perfectionist, and karaoke star. I was thinking, like, I just want to talk about what I want to talk about. You know, like... Yeah, I'm following. F- <laughs> I'll be a follower. I, I feel like... No, just, I mean, like, in general on the podcast. Yeah. Like, I was reflecting and I was like, you know what? If, I, if I'm if i not talking about what I want to talk about... Yeah. This podcast is a failure to me. Yeah. So instead of thinking about like what's interesting or what's um, smart sounding or provocative, like I just don't care. I just really want to like shoot from the hip a little bit more, have mm-hmm. some more fun, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah. keep it kind of silly. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's just like, I don't want it to be this like super academic thing. Like, yeah, I think we can dip into that mode from time to time. Um, God knows I'm well, comfortable. It's interesting because... You famously have a history of feeling like you get kind of knocked off your saddle by people who want to be all intellectual and like learned. Not anymore. It's more like now I'm just like so bored because I like can go there and I'm just like. Right. That's what I was going to say. This isn't interesting to me. Um, So. But you're such a student too where you're like you'll get really excited to talk about a concept or an idea. That's true. But only if it feels real to me. Like if I'm I'm like, oh, okay, this concept is something I can like put into practice. Um, Like writing, writing on loose leaf paper by candlelight by hand. Okay. (laughs) What about it? Um, Well, it's just, Okay. The concept behind that is like you change your environment, you change your state of mind, mm-hmm. you know, you change the whole process. So if I'm, instead of writing in my diary with, you know, lighting that feels like a hospital, like a hospital. Yeah. It's just like, I needed to feel, I needed to feel like sexy and Shakespeare. Um <laughs> So yeah, but it's, I mean, it's funny cause it's like, I am writing on like printer paper, <laughs> but it, to me, but I'm like using my imagination to pretend it's like parchment, you know? Yeah. So I've been, I've been trying to do that. Um, have a little ritual around that. I light three candles. I sit at my desk. I turn on all the lights in my room, mm-hmm. pull the blinds. Okay. And, um, just let it flow out. And I think even too, like it's changed the way I write, like the things I write in my diary. I'm writing like... Like you're writing like, I'm processing. I can't see anything. <laughs> like, is this legible? <laughs> it's like, um, I think before I was like, what if somebody sees this? Like I want to like 
come mm. off like cool, you know? Yeah, and totally. I'm like, cause like, what if I die tomorrow and then mm. like they find my diary and it's like so insipid. Yeah. But, um, I don't care. I just want to say because it's pride, <laughs> um, <laughs> happy pride everyone. And, um, because it's pride, I just want to shout out Celsius the energy drink because an unnamed source who's very private i won't say their identity told me that the gays love celsius so i think i have to shout out celsius in honor of pride (laughs) i know see like that's what i mean it's like i don't want to edit myself so much you know because it's like I'd rather say something and then someone be like, yeah, that really hurt my feelings. And then like have some repair around that than just like yeah, not then just be like so right. perfectionistic. Right. Around. Like the next episode will be like, we just want to say we know not all gays love Celsius. Yeah. Like which of course goes without fucking saying, you know, which is just like, <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, I don't know. There's some like perfectionism or like being overly careful, which like, of course we know not all gays love Celsius. Okay. Um, but I just want to say, be careful with Celsius. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know what's in there, mm-hmm. even though like the ingredients are, you know, um, supposedly on the can. Um, but it just, it can do, it can do you dirty. Um, like this past week on the way to work. Okay. I knew that I shouldn't drink Celsius first thing in the morning um, on an empty stomach. It was the first thing that like passed through my lips. Okay. I was like, don't do it. And I was like, I'm doing it. And, and then on the way to work, I felt wildly nauseous. I was like, God, I, I don't know if I'm going to make it to work. I like was almost like texting my client, like, I'm not going to make it. Like I had the text written and didn't send it. And then I was like, you know, I want to say intersections are the most like vulnerable place on earth. It just feels like, cause everyone's just like sitting there watching, like waiting for the light to turn red. So when I'm at an intersection, (laughs) yeah. Okay. Or red. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, but it just feels so vulnerable. So I would like, I, when I feel sick and I ha- of course have this anxiety of throwing up in my car, causing a car accident, you know, which leads to my death. Um, so when I get to an intersection, I'm like, and then if I throw up, you know, at an intersection, like everyone's going to see it. It's like intersections are like a stage basically. Okay. Anyway. So I was just like, trying to get to work but every time I got to an intersection got to a red light I was just like panicking you know and I get to the intersection that I usually will turn do a u-turn at to go to Starbucks when I'm going to get Starbucks before work um and the left turn arrow is is red but like I'm the first car you know in line and I like have to shit really bad so I just like I I ran from that this, red light from the Celsius. Yeah. Um so I ran that red light and I'm not talking like oh it's turning yellow. Oh it's turning red. I'm going to go. No, it's like I'm sitting at the red light and I'm like yeah, now I'm I'm going to go. Yeah. Okay. But see like you you're on my wavelength. Not everyone is. But Right. 
Anyway, so just be careful with Celsius. Um, and I did make it. I did make it to the bathroom on time. Um, I think that's all I have for Celsius. Do you have anything for Celsius or pride? Um, <laughs> my cousin, my dad, my dad's cousin Bob loves Celsius. Oh, hey Bob. Bob's listening. A second point on my list. I get really worked up about this. Um, and I have to say something, even though maybe I'm wrong and that will come out and I'll be fine with that and work through that. But I need people to stop saying nature versus nurture. It's so fucking annoying to me. And <laughs> I feel I'm, like I'm perking up. I, yeah, I feel like I can't listen to a single podcast these days where it's like, you know, people know, like people took like AP psychology or they, they've taken, they've, you know, taken like a psychology class in their lives or they've like come across this idea um, at some point or another. And I think maybe there's like some like Mandela effect around it where like people like, misunderstand. Well, the way I understand a Mandela effect is that large percentages of the population misremember like a significant event or like like the example that like pops up in Google when you type it in is like they'll show like the Fruit of the Loom logo and they'll show it like with a cornucopia basket and they'll show it without and they're like, which one's the real one? And a lot of people think it's the one with the cornucopia and it's not, you know, so things like that. But so maybe as it applies to nature versus nurture, um, people just heard that phrase being tossed around. And so they were like, yeah, this is like an ongoing debate of like, is it nature? Is it nurture? And I just can't stand it because, because <laughs> in my AP psychology book in high school in 2009, 2010, it was just like, yeah, like nature versus nurture isn't really being debated anymore. We were widely understanding that it's nature via nurture. And it's like, it was kind of like, yeah, like this has sort of been like resolved. And so like now hearing people say like, if we just don't know, is nature, nurture. It's just like, it drives me crazy. I just feel like people aren't like maybe looking into things, you know? Um, I don't totally understand why it bothers you so much. Um, Cause it just feels like you, it's been yeah. solved. I feel like it's, it's not like, it's not so cut and dry mm -hmm. because it's, it's not one or the other. Right. Okay. But I think people want to be like, it's one or the other, like it's nature or nurture. That's what I think the verses implies when people say nature versus right. nurture. And just the fact that like, if you do a little bit of reading, if you read an idiot's book, if you read like my high school textbook, you'll find that it's it's nature via nurture. You know, it's like nature expresses itself, you know, to varying degrees based on how a person mm -hmm. is nurtured. Mm -hmm. So please stop. Whoever's doing it, stop it. Um, and maybe I'm wrong. So I want to hear. If I'm wrong, I want to hear about it. Because um, maybe I'm annoying people. So are you, when they're doing it, you're just not interested, it sounds like. I'm so not interested in the way that it's framed as like, as like a, it's kind of the end of the discussion because it's like, well, we throw our hands in the air because is it nature or nurture? You know, it's like, it's just hard for me. 
So um feels important to talk about. <laughs> and now you're wishing <laughs> you hadn't agreed to do this episode. That's fine. Yeah. Should we just take a moment to check in and let people know about what we've been going through? Okay. Okay. Why don't you <laughs> why don't you uh take it away? Uh, yeah. Okay. I've been depressed. I've been depressed. And uh also it feels like um, both Justin and myself have been a bit like in a daze, a bit in a malaise, kind of just feeling a bit asleep and like asleep specifically to what's going on between us. Um, I think this happens like the way I'm thinking about it is in any long term relationship that like people kind of go through an ebb and flow of connectivity, like periods of being more disconnected and periods of like finding each other and feeling more joy from the connection and in interdependence. I think for a little bit, I was feeling like it was just a lull in that way, more of a down period. And um, I was having a lot of relationship anxiety and it was really stressing me out some of the, the experiences I was having were like just feeling not drawn to Justin and like this kind of deep sadness and fear around that that was like meaningful um and like a reflection of some some incompatibility and a lot of like spiraling on that thought and feelings of like having a hard time feeling excited and hopeful about the future and i brought it up in therapy in my individual therapy and Justin and i were i had also previously mentioned to Justin, maybe it's a good time for us to have another couples therapy session, which we go to my therapist for that. Sporadically. Sporadically. If it was like a weekly thing, we would not be going to right. dance therapist. Fair. Um, and so I, I, when I brought up that, that I thought we should go to a session, um, shortly thereafter, I brought up what was going on with me, which was just kind of sharing this feeling I was having, feeling a lot of anxiety and stress thinking around the relationship. And I was about to leave town the next day when I brought this up, which was a hard thing yeah. for just on Justin's end. Yeah. So what I heard, well, and what you said, I, I guess I will quote you, um, is, um, and maybe it won't be exact, but um, I this is not just me like putting a spin on things when I say that <laughs> this is what you said. Why did you roll your eyes? 
Why do you feel like you had to say that? Because I don't want people to sit, think like, oh, that's what you heard. But like, he, he didn't actually say that. Because like, okay, what you said to me was something's not working. Mm-hmm. We've plateaued. Mm-hmm. And if we don't figure it out, mm-hmm. this isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. So th- those were the words you used. And so like, I was all kind of like, Ooh, like that just felt like it felt threatening to me. Mm-hmm. You know, my mm-hmm. body was like, oh, okay, like feels like hmm, <laughs> it's a do or die or something. Like it just felt like mm-hmm. very like yeah serious. And I know that that's like colored by you being depressed. <laughs> not just not to dismiss it or undermine it, but mm-hmm. it was just like. Okay. It just was like, it was kind of a bomb. Right. That I had to mentalize. And I was, I think, why that was, was because I just was not, I was like really feeling frustrated with feeling like we were just in this routine of comfort and I was missing like the the feelings of uncertainty and like newness and awake like wakefulness in the mm-hmm. relationship and sometimes i think comfort and assurance can feel like a bit of like the the opposite of that like mm-hmm. kind of like can feel a bit like death but it's not as though you're feeling so alive in all these other areas of your life right sure, sure. it's like the umbrella over everything is like i am depressed mm-hmm. i do not feel alive to life right yeah. now yeah so the problem isn't necessarily with the relationship what i'm feeling is more like symptomatic of like i'm really going through something that Mm -hmm. doesn't allow me to like Mm -hmm. be present to life Mm -hmm. which includes the relationship yeah and in the relationship it felt like we're not we weren't like really sharing certain things that were going on, like things were getting not said, which is not like everything has to get said. I don't think that, but I think knowing how we both are and what are things like what the things we avoid are as individuals, I was, yeah, seeing that, um, like lack of permission to, kind of like have messiness you know um because of our both of our tendencies to people please and not want to like burden the other or be a bummer or be messy you're nodding mm-hmm. very yeah. vaginal my screensaver i just want to add what is it yeah, I guess maybe you mean vulvular. Do you mean like a vulva? The vagina is the birth canal. <laughs> uh, I gotta go. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you summed it up well. But uh, and then then <laughs> well, so then Dan <laughs> there's more. <laughs> well, so then Dan was like, okay, the night before he's leaving to go out of town for five days. He's like, yeah, like there's this huge problem in our relationship and um, 
I hope we can solve it or else like this isn't going to work. <laughs> and then also to like... Did you feel right, like I was saying it's like your problem though? No. It didn't feel like that. No. Yeah. No. No. Um, But it just felt like very like hopeless mm-hmm. with the way it was framed. It was like, yeah, yeah, like, you know, we'll, we'll try to figure it out. But, and that's just like being depressed, right? Like there's not really like, mm. you know, you can't really yeah. access hope. Um, and therefore. And also right before this conversation happened, it was right before we were about to have people over to right. the house. So then I'm just like, uh, like sitting with this and like, we kind of like ended the conversation, but then like my anxiety was going like up and up and up and up Mm -hmm. and up. And I was like, we're about to have people over. I'm on the verge of tears. Like, I just like, am I just going to go in my room the whole time? Cause I can't be around people. But then I'm glad that I just like sat you down again. And I was like, can I, I want to get to this, but do you feel like you have an intention or like a purpose in communicating that I deliver this to you in this kind of like harsh, um, maybe fear inducing way? Do I have a purpose in like sharing what, that? What, yeah. Like what are you, what are you saying by saying that? Sharing my experience, my yeah. part, my side of what happened. Just like you're maybe sharing your side. No, but I mean, <laughs> right? I'm not saying like you shouldn't say it. I'm cur- I'm asking like oh. what's behind it. Like, what do you mean? Like to help people understand my emotional experience, which was like ultimately like fear and then anger. I guess I don't Did understand you feel the question. Like it was like a violent thing. Uh, no. Okay. No, it was just it just question. felt like. I guess maybe kind of chaotic or like mm-hmm. cowardly a little bit to be like doorknobbing me in that way. What is doorknobbing? Doorknobbing is like a therapy term that's like, you know, you have this whole session with your client and then just as they're about to leave, they drop like this like oh. big thing on you. Like I'm treating on my wife, you know? And it's like, but do you, but uh, yeah. But then it's like, cause then they but don't have to deal with that. I was saying that right before I left because I was about to leave. Um, not consciously, but okay. maybe subconsciously. I don't know. I don't think I was. Okay. I just think it had built to that point. Yeah. And that, and that, yeah, I can believe that. It's just, it was my experience of like, now he's leaving, you know, and yeah. we're not really like, we don't really have any like plan or like resolution around this. Right. So. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry that that was, that was a hard thing. Yeah. Um, did that answer your question? I think so. Okay. It felt like there was a lot behind that, just like emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. It was hard for me. Um, and at the same time, I was like glad that you were bringing it up, you know? Yeah. I felt like. Because you, let's add, like, one piece of context is your experience, partially because you were feeling fulfilled with other areas of your life, is that you weren't feeling, like, um, down or, like... I was feeling anxious about the relationship in mm -hmm. that I was having this strange paranoia that you were cheating on me. Mm -hmm. 
So that's how it was manifesting because mm-hmm. I couldn't really name it. So maybe my brain was like trying to find something concrete, right. you know, because there wasn't any like indication that you were cheating on me, mm-hmm. you know, but it was just this feeling of like yeah. something's wrong, must be that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I brought that up to you and you weren't really ready to talk about, you know, what was going on with you. You brought up. I'm having this paranoia. Right. That you're cheating on me. And I was like... you were feeling disconnection. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you weren't ready to talk about... The disconnection the that I was feeling. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cut yeah. to... Cut to... The next part of the story. Um, going to therapy? Oh, yes. Okay. Dan goes on his trip. He gets back. Um, oh, and I was surprised when you were gone that I like didn't miss you. Really, <laughs> I missed you a little, but I I just mo- I was like more surprised because I I was like oh I miss him more when he's here because I was feeling that like lack of like where's Dan you know you like disappearing into your yeah. phone and stuff and yeah I was having a definite like freeze maybe freeze flight trauma response to the like lack of connection I was feeling with you mm-hmm. where you would do something and I wouldn't like it. And I, instead of possibly saying what I did want or expressing at least like giving you the chance to know, like something was like not happening that, you know, in our exchanges, um, I was just kind of like, well, this isn't working, like very defeatist. Yes. Um, and that's like a internalized belief of mine that I can't, like, I don't have the ability to like get the things I want or even mm-hmm. like ask for the things I want. Can you think of an example of something I did that you didn't like? <laughs> Well, like a common thing is like, you'll be playful with me or like Mm -hmm. flirtatious Mm -hmm. and it's just like not the energy I'm wanting. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not, it's like, it's, it's not where I'm at. And instead Mm -hmm. of being like, Hey, you know, Mm -hmm. what I would actually like is like this kind of like tenderness Mm -hmm. or like, or like sweetness, Mm -hmm. sad, like, you know, showing you my sadness or whatever, Mm -hmm. I would just be like kind of like okay like i hate that but uh i'm not gonna say anything (laughs) yeah what a lose lose yeah it's big Mm -hmm. it's a big one for me Mm -hmm. yeah but we went to see lovely lovely jana um dance therapist Mm -hmm. and pasadena in pasadena hey girl and that session was really good. Um, I also was like joking as we left, like that she's like, it's like such a good session for her. Cause b- me and Dan like do all the work <laughs> and we just like, yeah. <laughs> basically Dan and I know what questions to ask each other. Yeah. We've been in so much individual therapy, group therapy. Like she just doesn't even have to do shit, you know? Yeah. She's selling popcorn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, she did she did good stuff no of course she did yeah um yeah so I left that session feeling 
closer to you and feeling like we had some ideas of like plans mm-hmm. of like how to move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was more clear about, I got some clarity about what I wanted um, to happen, I guess, or like things that I need. One of those things being like, thinking about like, what are our commitments to each other, you know, and being explicit about that because it's like, if I have that, I feel so much safer to like have conflict and play and maybe test a different kind of dynamic where I'm taking more space and Dan can then pursue me because I love to just like be together a lot of the time. But I also, I do like having my alone time, but it's just, I haven't been good at like initiating that for myself lately. Mm-hmm. Although I have been good at doing like my line dancing. Yeah. That's another thing that we identified is like the defaulting default mode. And like there being times where I'm like needing something, but it's like, uh, I, I'm like, I'm like not seeing that. And I'm just like, we're together. We're not like on the clock. We're having to do work or whatever. So it's like, all right, I guess we're going to like, just watch TV or like, Mm -hmm. even though it, you know, like I can think of times where I, what I really needed was to like go somewhere by myself, like even go like see music by myself or like Mm -hmm. go on a walk or Mm -hmm. something. But it's just like when you're together, it's like so safe and like yeah. it is like it does take work to like really investigate what your needs are. Yeah. In relationship in particular, I feel like I was it was different when I was single. Mm-hmm. I would like it would be more obvious sometimes to do that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think I have maybe this um this belief that's been kind of hidden to me till right now that like um why I default to okay like Dan and I are here at the house like I guess that means we'll like do something together right um I guess the belief one of the beliefs driving that is like well it's probably going to be more fun you know Mm -hmm. than like something I would do on my own but that's not always the case, you know, but I think that's sort of this belief driving that. Yeah. Like together is going to be more fun than just like by myself. Right. Um, yeah. I just, I don't think I said this yet, but the thing that was really, I was really having a hard time with was I know what's good about our compatibility and our connection and like, why you you know i have all these reasons why you're like a really good partner in general and like a really good partner for me but like in the down period i was having i was like really unable to feel those and like feel connected to the joy of that and i was like what the fuck is happening yeah i think that happens with couples when that happens for couples yeah um, they they might just break up, you know. They because yeah. like what happens is like it's like maybe this just isn't the person right. for me, you know. Like, and it's mm-hmm. 
instead of going deeper and saying mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, yeah, why? Like there's, <laughs> there's right. gotta be some other reason. Cause like, if I know that this person is really good for me yeah, and I'm not experiencing that, like something's going on. Totally. Like that. Yeah. That feels like a, 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 a real common pattern. It's like, somebody kind of hitting a wall continuously in many relationships and just moving on. Yeah. Even though like probably they're hitting a different, you know, a version of the same wall in each relationship and maybe through maybe being like, yeah, I guess like, you know, I just have a really hard time being in a relationship. But then of course you're single and like, of course you want to like, you're driven to Mm -hmm. start again. Um, this is something I was talking to somebody, I'm going to keep them anonymous about their marriage and they were saying like their partner, you know, at the end of the day, they have kids, I'll say, will come home and they'll like, you know, be kind of like an asshole to them at times. Like, like, not like, not like in capital A asshole, but just like kind of rude, you know, like expressing their frustration in little ways and vice versa. And Mm. like, um, it made me think about this idea that like, you know, Gabor Mate has that thing of like people who express their anger in healthy ways have better health outcomes. And you and I are both have trouble expressing our anger outwardly. Not just expressing, but even feeling. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, and I was kind of like, it's, it's, that is, feels hard to like identify the line of like, when is it kind of like a toxic, like we're just like, like, you know, vomiting our shit on the other person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this person's feeling towards it was like, yeah, I think like people need a person or, a a small group of people where they don't feel like they have to censor themselves and they can just be like, hello, you know, just like express that like frustration and like, it's safe to do that. Even if it's not necessarily the most like pleasant thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think obviously though, it's like, you kind of, I do think though, you can sort of feel like when I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, like there's, there's a way to express anger at someone because you're like annoyed at them or they're just like, they're not mm-hmm. listening or you feel like they're not paying attention yeah, to you. as a way to communicate. As a way to communicate like, yeah, like what the fuck is going on? You know, but not then to take it a step further and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, like right. you're so, you know, mm-hmm. and just then start kind of like attacking and yeah. um, yeah, just kind of like, yeah, disrespecting. Accusations. Yeah, yeah. Like, calling. you always do this. Like, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I think, I don't know. I can feel like if I take it too far, I, I can feel what that's like. But mm-hmm. not everyone can, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I do think there's a version of that where, like, one thing you can say about it is maybe that pattern keeps you from deepening you know because if you're actually able to say the thing that's underneath 
the like bitchiness, um, maybe that leads somewhere potentially like to deeper understanding or like, mm-hmm. you know, being able to ask for something. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, you know, okay, you know how Esther says you're you're only ever fighting about four things, mm-hmm. and I agree with that. Um, it's like power and control, mm-hmm. um, trust, intimacy, and respect and recognition. I think those are mm-hmm. the four things. Um, but then I do think like there are times where maybe there's not this deeper thing. <laughs> going on but that's Mm. like no like you're just kind of being a dick right now yeah like and maybe because you didn't sleep so good right and you had a hard day and you're taking it out on me and like just letting you know that's not okay um yeah we don't do that much yeah well because i do think we do a good job of like not really taking things out on each other we don't take things out on each other which is good you know do you know it's kind of funny when jana was like at the end of the session because she's moving offices and I was like, so next week, do we meet here or, and, she, and, you know, like, instead of saying like, no, we'll be at the new office. She yeah. went, nah. <laughs> you know, that was interesting. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. Like, she's like, she was like, nah, let's do the new one. Yeah. Like, as if like, was, like, as if, like it was an option. To, <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. I love her. <laughs> she's really got like a, a unique vibe. I know. Often yeah. at the end of our session, she goes, See you, she's like, see you later, man. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> she's very like lovable, like kind of like gawky, like just sweet. Like she's not trying to be smooth or cool. No, in any way, not at all. She's just like. like an open-hearted like dork, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that first call you had with her when you were yeah. trying to see if, if she could be a good fit for you, mm-hmm. um, and she was talking about wearing masks she in the wanted session. to wear masks in the session which she since that? changed because she has a good air purifier oh yeah um she was like i do i do ask that in the session like we do wear masks and she went because i'm scared i love that <laughs> i just love that <laughs> yeah like it's just so like open you know just so like that this is what it is you know, like not over explaining it at yeah, all. It was, you know, like it that's felt generous. very like in that I really admire that because mm-hmm. I aspire to that. Yeah. Um, okay, we don't have to spend much time on the rest of these, but How many are there? <laughs> no, there's a few more. Um, I just want to share that um Shania Twain is like is one of the best. I think artists of our time. Um, And I just, that song, any man of mine. So these are just like opinions of yours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just, I need to share it. Okay. Okay? Um, And maybe you won't really have anything to give back, but (laughs) give back. I'm giving a lot. Okay. Yeah. Keep giving. (laughs) Dance fuming. (laughs) Um, I just want to understand why I 
Okay, I like to sing this song for karaoke, Any Man of Mine. I also just like to put it on the, in the car and sing along to it, right? Mm-hmm. I get choked up singing this song and listening to this song. Um, and that rarely happens to me mm-hmm. with songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always around this one part in the song where it's like, it's the pre-chorus where she says... And if I change my mind a million mm-hmm. times, I want to hear him say it like yeah. that way. Yeah. Like it's like, um, yeah, like, uh, unconditional. It's like, yeah, it's like unconditional. It's like, yeah, I, I just, there's something that it taps into for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, and how she's so, unapologetic about like, if you are going to be with me, this is how it's going to be. And I feel like the dumbest take anyone could have about this song is, is uh, she's promoting a double standard, right? Because she's like, um, and I can be late for a date. That's fine. But he he better be on time. You know, like if, if someone were just like, being stupid yeah. and heard that, they would be like, that's a double standard. And it's like, that's called balancing the scales, honey. Well, um, sure. But it's also like, people. well, okay. Well, like it's like in a relationship, the, the needs of each partner aren't going to just be equal. I think that's a really false intention that people have. Yes. But it's like, she wants to be able to do that, but she also wants a partner who is fine being on time themselves and waiting. Yeah. That's like the yeah. compatibility yes. image. Yes. Yeah. Vision. Yeah. Do you know what it made me think of? What? In Jewish matchmaking, um, Nikisha, who's fat. Yes. And she was like, I don't want to, I want a partner who's fit. Yeah. And like, if I'm there's... the only one who will be fat in this relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I liked that too. You know? She's like, yeah. But it's interesting, it right? Is. Because. She prefers smaller body men. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's provocative to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like she's giving herself that permission, but not yeah. her partner. I like uh, that. <laughs> yeah. There's something like, I don't know. To me, it's like. But then she lost a bunch of weight. That's true. But you know what? No judgment. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's like. I just, I feel like the, a superficial take on that would be like, it's not fair, you know, like it's not fair for her to give herself permission to be late, mm-hmm. but her partner doesn't get that mm-hmm. permission. Right. It's like, I don't know. It's just, maybe you're just saying like what you want it, like how you want it to be. And like, yeah. that's, and yeah, you're okay. I mean, you're okay wanting what you want. I think this song is about being okay, yeah. wanting what you want. And that's yeah. like, that makes me cry because it's like that's beautiful yeah that is beautiful that's beautiful yeah that's okay. a good one babe. just a, a small win i want to share which is that it is now easier for me to swallow big pills <laughs> i repeat i because you dan actually mm-hmm. were like you have to just relax your tongue <laughs> and for like probably two years i was saying i can help you have a better like do like have an easier time swallowing these pills. Cause it was always a huge thing. You're like shaking your flopping your head all around. 
trying to choke Which was down. not always the case. It, used, it actually used to be super easy for me to swallow big pills. Mm-hmm. But I think I developed, I developed a neuroses right. around it. Um, neuroses is plural. And neurosis yeah. is singular. I developed right. a neurosis, neurosis. around yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of like that. I think like the medical term is like hystericus mm. globulosum or something. Great, like they talked about it on Poog, which is like women feeling like they can't mm. swallow or they like have a lump in their throat or oh. something. But it was just like I was just like imagining mm-hmm. this is gonna be like it's yeah. gonna choke me. I'm gonna like vomit from like right. trying to swallow these pills. But uh, I'm fine now. Got over that, worked through that. And yeah. Um You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> okay, last thing I want to talk about. Um, well, I think we should do a, a Timon Kriak episode. Oh, sure. <laughs> or like a mini sode. Yeah, we love that guy. Um, but just to tease it a little bit, I guess, I think his name is at Timon Kriak on Instagram. Look how, him up. How do you uh, spell it? T-I-M-O-N-K-R-I-E-K. Um. This man is, his presence is online is explosive. It's like nothing short of explosive. Um, I love that he's a man of God. <laughs> I do not love how much bodybuilding he does and how like crazy big his muscles are. Because um, as we know, like I tend to go for men who have like the body type of my dad and my brother, <laughs> which they look like they're like about to die of TB. They're like so frail. Which is not my body type. Um, but I love your body type, which you know. But it's just like, that's what I kind of was like um, uh, conditioned to like prefer. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. that's like the, the men in my life. A wiry. <laughs> wiry. man. Yeah, the chest goes in. Yeah, almost out the back almost out the back (laughs) yeah um (laughs) but uh this guy if you you haven't followed him and we'll we'll play like we'll play clips of like his content on our episode but um he he basically does these sort of like inspirational quotes some of which i think are his original content and some of which he Mm -hmm. surely like you know snagged from (laughs) I don't know, like a Pinterest board somewhere, but uh, it's like things like um, if you want to stay, and also he has like a really fun, it sounds kind of like European, you know, sounds sort of vaguely Nordic. I don't know, accent, maybe German. I don't know. Um, But he'll say things like, and it's a lot of relationship advice. So if we could actually get him on the podcast someday, that would be like a huge dream of mine. But He'll come on, he'll pop on, um, muscles bulging, you know, and he wears a really interesting necklace, which it looks like, it's sort of like a sparkly, it kind of looks like a sparkly, fluffy microphone, like on a chain. It's very bizarre. Or maybe it's like a little miniature Bible. I'm going to look at it. Um, but he'll come on and say things like, if you want to go, my door is open. If you want to stay, my door is open. <laughs> I just ask one thing. Don't stand in the doorway. You're blocking the traffic. And then it's like fade to black. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and a lot of God stuff. A lot of God stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, you better be thankful. Um, shit, I can't remember this one. But anyway. <laughs> Here's a post where he says, 
It's a picture of him in a Lakers jersey, like lifting weights. Uh-huh. And it says, the day I pull up to our house, our is all caps, with the children screaming, daddy's home, with that beautiful lady standing behind them, will be the day I can say, in all caps, we made it, heart. <laughs> I love that. Like, that's very romantic. You know, like, I, I just feel like, there's a lot of people who probably would just like want to dunk on him like mercilessly sure. and it's because it's easy to, but I don't want to go there. Like I kind of want to just like think about, yeah. well, some of these like, some of these takes are bad and like, you know, that's okay. We can, we can talk about them being bad takes. Yeah. Um, but, oh God. I mean the, the, the first one I saw was the, like one of the best well, of all time. Let's save was, it, okay, okay. We'll save it. Te- but the, okay. We have teaser. to play the one. We have to play the one where he's like. Um, hey man, come to this crazy event with me this weekend. There'll be tons of chicks and we're going to get shit faced. Yeah. That's not my kind of fun. You know, it's like, he's playing two parts. Yeah. Um, incredible, incredible, incredible. Um, so I think we should do that episode. That's going to be fun. That's all I have. Anything else? Excited for season three. My loves. And that's our show. Thanks for joining us. Our music is by Nightlight. We self-produce this podcast, so please subscribe, rate, and review. It really helps.